0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Wednesday. I uh, hope trust and everybody slept well last night and and uh, is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning. I'm uh, still struggling, as you can quite tell through my voice. I'm still having a rough time and up last night. I'm having uh, terrible headaches and uh, I was up all night last night with uh, that again. Just uh, having a hard time. Trying to get some rest. Uh, I think it's uh, I've got a sinus infection on top of the bronchitis is what's bringing on the uh, the headaches. At least uh, I think that's what it is. But uh, I tell you it's been rough. I don't I don't get headaches a lot, and so uh, when I do, they're usually a doozy. But uh, but then again, I'm a man, so I know I don't handle pain as good as you ladies out there. So but uh, mm-hmm. we all we all know that so. Let's see, what all we got this morning. Let's see, we got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, Lois Adams, Donna Taylor, Jennifer Honeycutt, Angel Dixon, Darlene Barker. So, appreciate all you wonderful people watching. Like I say I can see. Um, it shows that there's more people watching. Those are the all, the names that I can see. And again, if you um, write something and I don't address it, or uh, remember, I don't I don't always um, I always see what everybody types or rides. some 90 percent of the time it populates and i can see it and then uh there's there's a lot of times that um I, after it's over i can see where people have commented or said something while i was talking but for some whatever reason it didn't populate so i just don't want anybody to get their feelings hurt and think well gosh he didn't you know he he said hi to everybody but me this morning you know so please don't uh uh, I wouldn't wouldn't intentionally hurt nobody for nothing in the world. So just want, to, want you to keep that in mind. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. If you have the ability to stand and uh, say this along with me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Liberty and justice for all—that all men are created equal. I guess you're all probably getting where I'm getting at this morning. You know, obviously the—I uh, don't think anybody's really too shocked or surprised with what happened with the the shaving case, and uh, there, and the police officer found guilty on all three counts. I, I, my personal opinion, I believe that is mob rule. I think the uh, jurors were scared for their lives and uh, probably rightly so uh, you know I know there's a lot of mixed emotions about this uh, obviously you know I, I don't really get the um, trying to make George Floyd into a saint he was uh, not a good man he had fit on in the system he fought against the police officers uh, even a uh, eyewitness said that uh, how the knee was placed it could not have caused the asphyxiation they're trying to Accuse him of. In fact, there's one person who said the way, when you crouch down, the way your body, it automatically is going to go on this side. Because if you tried to push weight on the other side, it would throw you off balance. But anyway, the point is, you know, the liberals, for whatever reason, want to push this divide. They want to push uh, this this racism in our country. I think our country is the least racist country. Uh, in the world, we elected, we elected a black president twice. Uh, we have NBA, uh, we have NFL, we have all these individuals who are African Americans uh, who are kind of like our country's ambassadors. Uh, and, you know, and, and still yet they want to accuse us of systemic racism. If you notice, uh, we watch those words carefully. Uh, there is a reason why they're saying that. And really, systemic racism is really a, a socialist term. And they want to make it out that um, that our infrastructure was set up in a way that does not give African Americans a chance that white people didn't have, and that uh, certain neighborhoods and way things were set up that it was always pushed against them. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, I think you can look no further than someone like Ben Carson, who was in poverty-stricken conditions, and look what he he became—a a, a well-known surgeon. Uh, very intelligent man uh, in this country we have the ability uh, if black white red, yellow whatever uh, you know you can uh, you put your heart into it you work hard you can become anything you want to in this country there's, there's nothing holding you back uh, other than yourself and because uh, otherwise we wouldn't have black CEOs we would have uh, black heads of college we wouldn't have black lawyers. Doctors, I mean, you would, you know, it's just ridiculous what they're trying to do, and and what they're doing is uh, Orwellian in nature, and how they're trying to um, use just even with immigration, how they don't want to erase words like illegal immigrant and things like that uh, is uh, very Orwellian, and and so it, you know we have to look at the broader picture as to as, as the terminology that they're using. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, uh, I've told you all this before, I'm the least racist person you'll ever find, because I know I've been on the receiving end of that. Uh, as a have a Japanese descent, uh, growing up, my life was a living HE double hockey sticks. you know, it uh, uh, was not fun uh, growing up, so I kind of got a taste of that. But, uh, you know, and I think a lot of people before now probably didn't think too didn't think twice about race. But now, because it's constantly in our faith, it's constantly something we have to address. It's constantly something we're having to battle. And remember, friends, uh, let's not look at the pigmentation of someone's skin. Let's look at their merit. Let's look at their heart. Let's look at who they are. And uh, that's where we're going to have to get to. That If you want healing on, in this land, uh, it's not uh, demonizing police officers. It's not demonizing White people, it's not demonizing black people, it's putting Christ first and putting and and, and looking at that heart condition, not on the skin. All right, because you know, God doesn't look on the outward appearance, God looks on the heart, and that's what we've got to look at. And so, now that this is um, um, wrapping up with with Shaven or Chauvin or Shave, or however you say his name, now they're folks on in Ohio. Uh, with the cop shooting uh, this black girl. And uh, the big difference is she had a knife in her hand getting ready to stab another girl, and they shot her to prevent her from stabbing that other girl. But you'll wait and see. They will demonize the cops once again. They will make her look like the innocent martyr. You know, in each and every one of these cases, tragic as they are, they didn't comply with cops. They were fighting his cops. They were reaching for weapons. They were robbing people, choking people. And yet the, the media wants to to, to show them, a, uh, show pictures of some sweet little child as if they were some innocent out there. And uh, uh, when nine times out of ten, they were criminals and crooks. And if they just complied, they would be alive today. And uh, so it is, uh, friends, we've got a real problem right now in our hands. We really do. We're going to have to... Uh, I really pray for this country and pray that Lord will heal this land and pray that he will take hatred out of the hearts of whites, blacks, Hispanics, uh, Orientals, whatever. If you you look at uh, the kamikazes, you look at the Japanese, uh, you look at the samurai, see, that's one reason why they went to war and why they and even in their own country because of racism they thought they were superior to the rest of the world so it doesn't you know uh it, it's not just a white black problem it's a heart problem we see racism in all cultures and areas where one group thinks that they're better than the other and the, thing, the fact of the matter is we're all equal in god's eyes and that's why we have in our Constitution, all men are created equal. And we're going to have to get past this this racist uh, ideals that the liberal left are pushing to cause this divide. And we're going to have to start looking beyond that and start showing Jesus, start showing the light of the world, and push away these hate-filled thoughts that are filling our heads and minds that the world wants us to have. Let's try to show and express that love towards other people that Christ has shown us. Let's show forgiveness. Let's show compassion. Let's show mercy. And let us show grace that Christ has showed upon us. And that's the only way we're going to get any kind of healing in this land. So let's be aware of that and uh, uh, and we'll see it for what it is. And let's look at our verse this morning. Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Uh, it says, Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. My friends, uh, one thing we have to be very careful about is pride. You know, that's one thing that caused Satan to uh, uh, do what he did. It got him kicked out of heaven. It was that of pride that Adam decided he wanted to have the knowledge of God and know between the difference between good and evil. It was pride that we see the Pharisees looking down upon other people. Here, That's just one thing we were just talking about. Uh, those who want to look down on uh, those. See, You have Christians out there. Who have sort of a, I want to say a racist attitude, but they have a, a spiritual highness attitude. They don't want to look down their nose at other people. You know, we look at uh, no further than God's word. Of the prime example of the publican who uh, was on his knees, and, and or the tax collector, or you know, depending on your translation, but he's on his knees and he's saying, "God, forgive me." You know, I am a wretch. I am miserable. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. And the, the Pharisee looks down and says, Oh, please, don't make me like this man. You know, it's easy for a lot of people to have a high and mighty attitude against those who may be struggling in this world. And uh, But at the flip side of that, uh, we have to be very careful because, you know, we want to show love. We want to show humility. We don't want to, to show a spiritual highness, but people have taken it into the wrong direction. And the reason why I say that particularly when it comes to alternative lifestyle choices. They say, oh, well, we're just supposed to love. Well, there is truth in part. We are to show God's love to the person, hate the sin, but there's too many Christians condoning uh, that lifestyle choice instead of condemning it. And so we can speak the truth in love without condoning a sin. And I think that a lot of Christians have a hard time with that uh, distinction. And, and they, they, they water down the scripture because they don't want to offend. They don't want to hurt. The cross is offensive. We're going to hurt. We're going. To, it's going to cause pain. But it's a good thing because it brings about conviction, realizing that uh, they are in need of a Savior. So we have to be careful in that respect. But outside of that, we have to be very careful about about being on our spiritual high horse and looking our noses down at other people. And there is the danger in our spiritual walk as well. It is very easy uh, for us to uh, uh, get stagnant in our relationship with Christ because we think, Uh, Well, I'm doing the right things. I am been in the battle. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm crossing the Ts and dotting the Is, and you are staying the course, so to speak. And and there's no growth. You think, well, I'm I'm doing all the right things, so the devil's going to leave me alone. That's not how it works. Yeah, it kind of goes back to a prideful kind of thinking. Even a submarine who's been uh, maybe the best submarine in the world eventually has to uh, come out uh, from under the the ocean and rise up for maintenance. You know, no matter how long you've been in that battle. Sometimes we have to come up for maintenance, so to speak, spiritual maintenance, and uh, we have to work on that spiritual growth in our lives. We can't think that, well, I'm going to church, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, then uh, I'm good to go. There's more to it than that in that relationship with Christ. is that want, to want to strive to have that mind of Christ, to grow in Christ, to draw closer to God, to strive every day, you know, don't ever think that you have arrived. And I think some Christians, and there's some pastors out there who bring about, this attitude like i have arrived look at me bow before me you know and you know i've told you before, i'm not uh, there's a lot of pastors a lot of pastors unfortunately i don't care much for because most of them they're just loud mouth you know you can hear them you can be in a restaurant and hear their big mouth all over the restaurant like everybody needs to hear them you know and uh and they uh, enunciate every word and say god you know you don't know I'm talking about. They're just pretentious, and it gets on my nerves. You know, because I know what I am. You know, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I mess up. I know that I screw up, and I am no better than you people listening this morning or sitting in that on that congregation. In fact, that makes me feel small to be up there or sitting here telling you, instructing you when i when I've got a, a a list of problems I've got to deal with. But for whatever reason, God has called me to teach and preach His Word, to be an encouragement to you who are listening this morning. And that is my goal, is to encourage you. Don't get prideful. Don't get haughty. Don't think that you've arrived. Don't think that you, you're like the Pharisees, that you're way up here, and you've got all the, the worldly uh, lowlifes down here below you. Remember, we've got to have that air of humility and realize, that, hey, man, I'm, I'm screwing up too. And that's one thing, Lord, forgive me for pride, for coveting, for ha- for haughtiness. Forgive me of these things. Help me, Lord Jesus, to uh, instruct those who are in the world your ways. Help me not to compromise on your word. Help me to show people Jesus. And we are coming to a crescendo. We are coming to a head. I believe that um, the world is getting so evil and spiraling so far out of control. Uh, it just I, It has to be. A matter of time for Christ returns. You need to have your house in order. You need to be prepared. You need to make sure your lamps have oil. And uh, and don't get stagnant in your wall. Don't get so prideful to think that you are uh, in a place of of security and that the devil is going to leave you alone. My friends, that is a dangerous place to be. So it's great to have those mountaintops. We may have to go in those valleys. You may be in those valleys now. But we know where our strength is at. And we know where our salvation belongs. So let's make sure that we're growing, we're learning, and we're putting away prideful and haughtiness, and that we're showing Jesus to a, a, a darkened world. Because right now, the god of this world has blinded them in a massive way. So let's make sure we're showing Jesus. Now, we're you know I think a lot of people they come to church and that's great and that's good, but all they want to do is receive and they're not giving. You know, in fact, um, I think this week is National Volunteer Week. You know, where they want to encourage people to get out. I think every day should be national get out and witness day and get out there and tell others about Jesus Christ. You don't have to tell what give your testimony. Show tell me what Jesus has done for you. And you may be hit with questions you can't answer. That's fine. They'll have more respect for you to say, I don't know. Let me see if I can find out and I'll get back with you than to blow smoke. And even as a pastor, you all give me questions sometimes that I'm like, you know, you find these things at you know i don't have all the answers i will true up, do my best to, to find them and there may not be an answer on this side of heaven but um you know the main thing of it is that we're trying to show uh, that we're trying to reach the unchurched we're trying to reach the unbelievers before the gate is closed you know i, I, just, I it's just, to me it's like for those of us who are saved we're on noah's boat we're on noah's ship all right the rains are coming And all the people are are still laughing and hollering at us and making fun of us. And uh, they don't realize the water is rising. And uh, God's going to shut that door. And when he does, it's too late. That's when the screaming and the crying and the sorrow will begin. They don't realize that door is about to close. My friends, we've got to get out there. We've got to grow. We've got to learn. And we've got to spread the gospel every way that we can. My friends, I can't encourage you enough in your spiritual walk, and your growth with Christ. Don't let it be complacent. Don't let it be uh, uh, apathetic. Don't let it be stagnant. Be in a state of perpetual growth each and every day. Don't allow pride and haughtiness to fill you and consume you. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day you've blessed us with. Lord, thank you for this morning's devotion. It's one that I needed to uh, to study and read for myself. And Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, to um, to show that love of Christ to all those who come across. Lord, feel this racial divide in our country. Help us to look on the heart and on the outward appearance. And Lord, let us be a light in this world of darkness. Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and we'll protect us this day. Lord, please be with our nation's leaders and this nation as a whole. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and uh, Linda David Feathers, and Larry and Dinah Knight. Lord, I pray that you be with all those who are watching or listening this morning. Be with them. God, protect them today. And Lord, be with us. Let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and I uh, hope it, uh, you, this devotion uh, uh, helped you out today. And don't forget, if you ever have trouble watching on Facebook, you can always watch devotions on our website at flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. And um, it's free of charge. It don't cost you a thing. It's just audio only, though. There's no... Uh, uh, Video today, but that's something you can listen to as you're going out and about your day. Well, everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.